Cinema Studio Theater near you, it's The Equalizers, a bi-weekly podcast where two idiots drop a cinema sibling in the lap of a perfectly content solo film. My name is Mike Knoll, and I am joined, as always, by the sequel to my prequel, Madison Jones. Madison Jones, are you in good form? Fuck you, Daniel Nah. <laughs> this movie is the worst. I'm just going to open up saying that right up top. Fuck yeah. you, Daniel. This, uh... <laughs> this was definitely no cool dog. This was a... Shit parrot. <laughs> Can I get the etymology of that? Sh- sh- Shitily sore parisisis. <laughs> that sounds legit. All right. Really? The- yeah. <laughs> I'll have you know, I watched 10 minutes of a script spelling bee one time. A Scripps spelling bee? What's yeah, that? Yeah, it's a uh, Scripps is a company. I think they make like pencils or some shit, and they sponsor like the national spelling bee every year. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that that is legitimate. In fact, that's not a goof. Oh um, okay. <laughs> here's a good spelling bee story from the Scripps national spelling bee. Ooh. I was flipping through the channels and I saw it was on like ESPN or something. So I stopped on it to watch, and while I was watching it, one of the S's fell off in the background. So like they have the kid at the microphone. They have all the chairs behind them, and then they have the word scripts in big letters on the back wall. The first S fell off, so it looked like the Crips were sponsoring the National <laughs> Spelling Bee. <laughs> I probably laughed for five straight minutes at the Crips National Spelling Bee. They do the Crips gang sign, too. Yeah. That'd be great. They're supporting the community, right? They're giving back. Giving back. Yeah, this movie was a hot piece of garbage that should have never been made. I'm going to say, Mike, probably the worst movie we've ever watched. Really? I want to say that. At least Invisible Dad was funny. Like, so bad that it was funny. This is just bad. Why don't we take a look at our back catalog, Madison, and see if this is, in fact, the worst movie we've ever seen. Okay. How does this factor against Paul Blart Mall Cop? I think Blart's somehow better. You heard it here, folks. Paul Blart Mall Cop is a better movie than Catwoman. At least the ball pit scene is there where he raises out out of the ball pit on the Segway. That's funny. And the whole Segway power-up video that goes on his online dating profile, which we did not talk about in the Paul Blart no, episode, which and was very good. That episode's <laughs> over. We're done talking yeah. about Paul, Paul Blart. Okay. Was this worse than the Emoji movie, which I remember you particularly found very horrible? Yeah. Emoji movie was horrifying in some ways. Had a lot of James Corden, which I know you're not a That's true. big fan of. This movie had that, zero James Corden. That we know of. <laughs> That's a good point, I guess. James Corden actually played the cat Midnight. You know when you hear the cat breathe into Halle Berry's mouth? Yeah. James Corden. That's his breath. Little known fact that that's how he got his start in Hollywood was... Breathing into Halle Berry's mouth. He just came to her house every day and just like... <sighs> but yeah, I'm going to say it. Worst movie ever. Ever? That we've watched. Okay. For sure. Uh, so, as we've alluded to, this week we are doing Catwoman, which we were challenged by Daniel Nod at the end of last week's episode. I'd normally I'd ask you if you liked this movie, Madison, but... Uh... Oh, I loved it. Okay. What would oh, make yeah. you think not? Yeah. It was great. You know what? Say one nice thing about this movie. Legitimately, not even a goof. One nice thing about this movie. Because we're going to be dunking on it the whole time. That's true. One nice thing about this movie. Benjamin Bratt was okay. God, fuck you. That was my thing. <laughs> he was okay. Except he was a cop. So I think Sharon Stone did all right, too, as the villain. I liked her. Okay. They didn't give her enough to do as the villain, but the scene she was in, I think she did pretty well. Yeah. Halle Berry isn't a bad actress no. whatsoever. 
It was just a bad movie. <laughs> I don't have any tomatoes this week yeah. because I couldn't find any that were very good. And a lot of the reviews that were like moderate were basically to that effect that obviously the actors, these aren't bad actors. It's just they had nothing. They did the best with what they had and it was less than nothing. Yeah. Well, Halle Berry actually within like a year of each other mm-hmm. won an Oscar for Monster Ball mm-hmm. and also won a Razzie for this. Which she showed up to collect in person. Yeah, holding her Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> she also brought out her manager at the at the very end of it and was like Here's my manager. Vincent I wanna say, no, no, listen. This guy loves me. He loves me so much. He loves me so much that he tells me that I'm the greatest actress there ever was. He loves me so much that he convinces me to do projects even when he knows they're shit. But but that's how much he loves me. That's how much he really loves me. And my only advice to you, Vinny, is next time I do a movie, if if I get a chance to do another movie, um, maybe you should read the script before you read the just counting the zeros behind the one really isn't enough. You really got to read the script. Thank you. I love you, man. Love you. Um. So, yeah, she, she doesn't have high opinions of this movie either. No. I don't think anybody on set did. No. Except Benjamin Bratt. He thought it was all right. <laughs> Technically in the DCU, I guess. I guess. I mean. Something else that I found about this movie is that um, the director, who I think his name's like, pivot or something mm-hmm. and the writer they had a script they presented to the studio and they're like uh, your version is too artistic which whatever that means oh you know my one thing that i did like about it uh-huh. i thought the fact that the claws were diamonds mm-hmm. was pretty cool yeah, it was pretty cool i didn't notice that yeah it was the diamonds that she stole in that heist when she like interrupted those other people stealing diamonds like she kept one thing and she made her cat claws out of it i think surprising no one who has seen this movie i wasn't paying 100 percent attention the whole time yeah i had to go to the bathroom when i (laughs) i was watching it hit pause did you i didn't hit pause no i just (laughs) i didn't hit pause i just let it go i don't know how she got out of jail at the end, I have no idea. She slides through the bars. This is not a joke. She slides yeah. through the bars. You know how like cats can kind of fit through, like squeeze in between like, oh, okay. things like that. That's what she did. She like sideways slid through the bars of the k of her jail cell. Came right back in when she was tying the chains to the delivery trucks, mm-hmm. and then drove the semi, so it ripped all the <laughs> tires out from the delivery trucks. Good. Which is actually pretty smart, mm-hmm. I guess. That's, I guess. Um. So I actually have a new segment for us this week, Madison. Uh, since there are no tomatoes, a uh, segment I'm calling Pump It Up. <laughs> this movie currently sits at a 9% critical score on Rotten Tomatoes. Luckily, the audience thinks twice as much as that. It has an 18% audience score. Okay. But that's pretty low. And so, like, how could we pump that rating up? The Grinnand. I believe she was still alive. So you know the cat, the cat lady that she's like talking mm-hmm. to, Ophelia. I believe Ophelia. What if she was played by Eartha Kitt? Ooh, that would have been great. That is very good. I mean, what if Adam West played Catwoman in this one? That would have been great. That wouldn't that have been good? 
him in like the leather outfit. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, bikini top, exact outfit. Nothing changes about this movie except Adam West plays the Catwoman role. Yeah, maybe they should have leaned into the. Oh, she's a Catwoman because okay. okay. the whole movie she's acting like a cat, like in her yeah. normal day life, getting high on catnip and eating cans and cans of tuna so kind like, of like on her the, um, the kafka metamorphosis play or story mm-hmm. whatever like is she did she really turn into a cat or did she just think she turned into a cat yeah get really artistic with it maybe that was the original idea i think that actually if they leaned into that harder and it not being a weird like oh she thinks she's a cat <laughs> like what if she like grew hair or maybe she grew a tail or something like that or she starts using a litter box or no. I think Alex Borstein's character should have been her sidekick. Yeah, her sidekick. Kitty cat woman. Kitty cat woman. Or um, mouse lady. <laughs> Alex Borstein was okay in this movie too. I think if they gave her something more to do rather than just being sick and also like... Horny. Horny. Yeah. Sick and horny were Alex Borstein's notes for this movie. I mean, that is her wheelhouse. See yeah. Lizzie McGuire movie. Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Side note. If you haven't watched the show Marvelous Miss Maisel, check it out. Alex Borstein's on that and is very good. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen all of it. I've seen like half of the first season, but Alex Borstein is very good. So, yeah, Alex Borstein, what if she was like a sidekick? Mm-hmm. Like cobra girl cobra commander from gi joe like she just dresses up as cobra commander from gi joe it's a crossover universe where alex borstein is cobra commander and halle berry's catwoman and they're friends and they live in in gotham it's a sitcom yeah gotham is in quotes because they don't say where they are living i think this movie needed more mountain dew also which mountain dew Livewire. yeah get that gamer fuel into the game, game into the game. game into this movie there's apparently a catwoman video game too i'm not surprised and i bet it's awful do you get to play as benjamin bratt yeah you're benjamin bratt the entire game and you're basically just sitting at coffee shops waiting for Halle Berry. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're sitting at your desk uh, looking at very obvious clues because it's very obvious who the catwoman is but you just can't put it together for so long and you're waiting in coffee houses, waiting for the waiter to bring the note over from Halle Berry. My favorite part of this movie was when they bring all the evidence from this murder in, and she wrote sorry, like on a note or something. Mm-hmm. That's a murder scene. And he compares the cup from earlier in the movie that she wrote sorry on. It was clearly written by the same person. So he takes it to their fucking... <laughs> like handwriting expert who goes into that dude is wild well, there are similarities shape of the s harsh stroke of the r's were they written by the same person well it's not an exact science but this first one the broad spacing of the letters indicative of loneliness and the o reaching out insecure handwriting of a people pleaser now we look at the loop of the y very self-confident almost angry and the o well This person doesn't like to play by all the rules. So they're different people. Very. If you put these two women in the same room, you're going to have one hell of a party. But, like, looking at it, it is obviously written by the same person. And, like, I was losing my fucking mind watching it. (laughs) Well, okay. In that, the science guy says, oh, it's not an exact science. And then follows up, like, going letter by letter, stroke by stroke. like fucking criminal minds. (laughs) But also, it's like, it's not an exact science, but here's some, like, 
philosophical mumbo jumbo <laughs> that like the loop in the Y shows that this person's very lonely, where this loop in the Y shows that this person is ready to get busy. <laughs> These R's were clearly written when Mercury was in retrograde. Yeah, yeah, it's just like shit like that. That character's wild. (laughs) (laughs) And he works for the police department. That was legitimately my favorite part of that movie. It was was so (laughs) buck wild. I think those are all pretty good suggestions to pump it up, Madison. I I mean, definitely, it'll add a few uh, points to the audience score. Did somebody say math? Math Facts 2019. First math fact. If you shuffle a pack of cards properly, chances are that the exact order has never been seen before in the whole history of the universe. Math Blasted. (laughs) Math Fact 2. Coming at you. The word hundred is derived from the word hundredth, which actually means 120 and not 100. (laughs) Math Blasted. I hate this stupid show. The math has ended. That has been installment two of Madison's 20. I said this wrong originally. It would be 26 math facts. We said 24, but 24 is not half of 52. So No. So the second of 26 math facts. Yeah. Which I think means, unless there's anything else you want to talk about, it's time we get down to, to doing this damn thing. I don't know. I think the episode's been pretty great. I don't I don't think we need to do any more. Well, if we did it, that's correct. <laughs> no, let's uh somehow do this. So do you have any ideas? The only idea that I have, and it's completely stolen from another movie franchise. Okay. And it's the Thanksgiving movies where <laughs> there's Thanksgiving one. Mm-hmm. Um Thanksgiving movies are like a really intentionally bad um horror Thanksgiving movie where there's a turkey that is alive and is committing crimes and shit and killing people but it's absurdist at one point he kills someone takes their face off and puts it over his own face and the daughter of the person that he killed um thinks it's her dad <laughs> but in thanks killing one they do the movie and then there is no thanks killing two there's a thanks killing three though where in that movie they're trying to find a copy of thanks killing two so Good. that makes sense is your pitch they're trying to find Catwoman 3 or 2, I mean? No, it is that Catwoman is trying to stop the release of the Catwoman movie. That's almost a little too meta for me. You think? It's almost like the premise behind the Human Centipede sequels. Is that? I've never seen those. I, I haven't either, but I know of the second one is like, it's in a world where Human Centipede is a movie and not reality. But some guy, some like weird dude's like, that's amazing. I'm going to do that. And then does it. Oh, man. And then I think three is a, a world where the first two movies exist as movies. I don't, I don't know oh, as much man. about three, but I know the sequel is like somebody was like, Human Centipede, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that in real life. And then did it. Again, I am so thankful that those have sequels so that we never yeah. have to do them. Yeah. Because no one can challenge us to a new year, new chances. And we get to decide if we're, what we're going to do for that. Yeah. So we never have to do Human Centipede. Yeah. The idea I had vaguely was that they talk about in the movie how there are basically various catwomen throughout history. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole thing about ancient Egypt. And I had just watched The Mummy again last night with Brandon Fraser. And so my idea was like, what if some kind of archaeological dig digs up the tomb of one of the old catwomen and she comes back to life as like a mummy? What if she like comes back to life and like sees the world and like 
hates it. Maybe like the Catwoman were supposed to like take over the world or something mm. or be the extreme ruler of everything. Right. And so she's trying to take over the world. So the new Catwoman is trying to take out the old Catwoman. Right. I mean, I figured it'd be something similar. Like, or like, yeah, like she's a villain and she's trying to take over the world or whatever. Or maybe it's a cat woman who like got the powers and used them for evil. So she was like... I think the cat woman's in general, the way they talk about it is she doesn't really follow the law. Yeah. So I don't know about evil. That's true. Because cat woman's not really a hero. She's like more of an anti-hero. Yeah. I have a uh, spreadsheet also of where we could randomize a plot kind of. and We may need that this time. Okay. Let's keep that like idea that we have. Yeah. And see if we maybe we can like work it into whatever this gives us. So, Madison, give me three numbers between one and twelve. Seven? Do they have to be different numbers? I mean, they don't have to be, but Cool. Four, two, zero. Give me a different third one. Six six six. Devil. Six 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 is she's being hunted by the government slash organized entity with it and she has amnesia. <laughs> I like the idea of her having amnesia for okay. some reason. We can keep that. Maybe uh, not on the run at the end of the first movie, but she's going to be like, she's going to be Catwoman and mm-hmm. Gotham quotes. And never say it's Gotham or is it just no, kind of? Okay. Never do. And she can't remember who she is. Maybe because of that, a new Catwoman has to be made or something. Okay. So amnesia. Amnesia, yeah. Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's let's launch off of there. But let's do, as we talked about last episode, let's give ourselves a 15-minute time limit okay. to come up with the idea, and then we can flush it out after that. But, like, okay. let's get the kind of, let's drop my phone on my keyboard very loudly. Okay. I did it, I did it on my end. Thank you for the solidarity. Yeah. We'll get the idea down, and then we can kind of fill it in around it. But Yeah. Oh my god, Mike, I just hit something. Alright, well, our time starts now. Catwoman to enter the Cataverse. <laughs> I haven't seen Enter the Spider-Verse. Neither have I. This is okay. perfect. Alright, alright, um, alright. I know he experiences a lot of different Spider-Man. Right. He experiences and... a lot of different <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, so she experiences a lot a lot of different Catwomen. Cool. So we see all of them in like the first part of the first movie, right? Of like through history and Mm-hmm. So maybe there is, I mean, there are different cat women. There's the Anne Hathaway cat woman who is just Anne Hathaway. <laughs> There's the Eartha Kitt cat woman. There's uh, Michelle Pfeiffer cat woman. There's like the animated cat woman from the Batman animated series. Mm-hmm. And then there's Halle Berry cat woman who probably may be the least popular or maybe the most popular. Who knows? I think because in I know into the Spider Verse, there's also like different animation styles of Catwomen. Mm-hmm. What if we get Catwoman from the Arkham games, voiced okay. by Great Delisle? Yeah, that's good. I think there's probably a funny moment where like she's like, "My name's Patience," and they're like, "Really? All of our names are Selena." Yeah, that's very good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so we're throwing Amnesia out. We're going with Into the Cataverse. Yeah, Into the Cataverse. Okay. Yeah, and I'm yeah. fine with that. I'm just making sure we're not. I'm not trying to work in. Amnesia into the plot. Unless, like, someone stole her mind and the other cat women are trying to help her find it or something. Like, try to re- make her remember who she is. I think that that doesn't work as a mm-hmm. plot because I don't know why they would cross the universe to remind this random cat woman who she is. Yeah. 
Yeah, so why are they all here, first of all? Maybe there's something wrong in, like, the space-time continuum. Like I said, I have not seen Enter the Spider-Verse, so I don't know what the movie's actually about, besides it being about Miles Morales, mainly, experiencing all the different Spider-Men. So, okay, I'm fine with that. Two questions. What is wrong with time and space? And why Catwoman? Other than because it's a sequel to her movie. I don't think those are two important questions, Mike. That's fair. Okay, so... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, Maybe there's someone who's trying to go back and, like, prevent cats from existing, or maybe... A future Catwoman. A future Catwoman who maybe sees the end of days, and they realize it's because, like, the cat women weren't strong enough or something, or they needed to be stronger or something. Okay, so I guess this is where I, I, I'm wondering, because I didn't think that the cat woman was like, or the cat woman in quotes, was like, supposed to be a hero. It was more of just like, yeah, yeah, someone who's chosen to basically be some kind of servant or avatar of Bast or whatever, and do crimes. Yeah. Which I could be wrong, I'm just saying, I... My thought is, what if a future Catwoman doesn't want to be Catwoman, so somehow using future tech goes back in time and kills Midnight, the cat that, like, creates Catwomen? Oh, okay. And so Bast, or whoever, like, pulls various Catwomen from time and space to stop them. Okay. That's great. What year is the future Catwoman from? Let's do, like, 3,000. Let's just go, like, very far in the future. Okay. And is she like a high tech Catwoman, or is it like more of like a an ascension? Like maybe it's like magic powers or something like that. Or I mean, I guess it's sort of magic already. I think some tech for sure. Like I don't know if I want like Iron Catwoman. Yeah, but I think it it has to be tech because I mean it seems like Catwoman the abilities are more of like the agility and the senses mm-hmm. and stuff. And I don't know if like, and the ability to eat 15 cans of tuna in one sitting. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So is this a, a movie where she does do the thing? She goes back, she kills the cat. And so Bast summons the other cat women, or is it a, you have to stop her from doing the thing? Let's say maybe, and I don't know the actual origins of all the other different cat women. It's, I think it's pretty much they just like to steal stuff. Like, yeah. they're just thieves. They're not, there's no mystical aspect yeah. to it. So we're saying that Midnight turned all these women into the cat woman, right? Because my thing is that maybe she's jumping universe to universe and killing the cat in each universe. Does that make sense? So um, maybe it's not as prominent in all the universes. Like, maybe Bast picks them. But it's mm-hmm. not like this is like one of the only this is a world where that is like a mystical thing. And in that one, it's more of just like this. The goddess Bass smiles on you or whatever, like you were born okay. under her sign or whatever, like because I, I like the idea that all the other cat women are like, this is stupid. Yeah, I'm not some kind of mystical cat avatar. Like, I just like to steal rubies. <laughs> we don't believe we're cats. OK, that's not even a thing. And then that Cali Berry's like getting really high off of like a a a catnip bag or something in front of them they're like what the fuck is going on we don't think we're actually cats it's like a it's an aesthetic yeah exactly yeah yeah okay so they have to stop her what's the plan i obviously kill them but like is it i don't know like is it because i don't think catwoman really kills people does she no but i mean they have to stop her from killing the the future one from killing the midnight 
Yeah. So I guess it's like, are they, is it like undercover? It's like Back to the Future where they have to what pretend it, to belong there or is it like a... I think it's like they have to like pretend to belong there in each world. Wait, okay. So are we world hopping or are we history hopping? I thought we were universe hop- okay, hopping. Okay, okay, okay. Like from different right, right, Catwoman right. universe. From okay. Catwoman universe. Yeah, I mean, so I guess it's kind of like sliders in a way. Sliders? It was a sci-fi TV series about alternate universes. It had John Reese davis and Jerry O'Connell. Okay. <laughs> Look it up sometime. Okay. It's pretty wild. So, they're jumping universe to universe. Doing what? Trying to stop future Catwoman from killing Midnight in each universe? Or are we... What is, what is future Catwoman doing in each universe? I mean, yeah, I think she's trying to find and kill Midnight. In each universe. Which, okay. Yeah. So, and then... What does that do? So it's like if we kill all the cat women in all the universes, it erases Catwoman from existing in the entire multiverse, mm-hmm. right? So, um, thus, what effect does that have on the future? Logically, to me, it makes sense that that's a way to weaken Bast. Maybe Got it. Catwoman three thousand wants to kill Bast. What if Bast has like a rival god mm. that wants to take over? So th- that has corrupted a Catwoman okay. from the future. I like that. Which that right. gives Catwoman 3000, maybe somebody like the classic, like a loved one died and she asked Bass to like bring that person back to life. Or I, I like begged Midnight to bring them back also and they wouldn't do it. So she killed Midnight and is going to kill Bast. So she's going across the universe. Across the universe. Man, that song's going to be stuck in my head all day now. Sorry. Yeah. What if like Catwoman 3000 had a partner that was like her sidekick kitty cat woman kitty cat woman <laughs> kitty woman and maybe it was their partner do you think it's like a loved one like it was her partner or do you think it was like it could be both it, it could be both yeah easily and maybe they were like really hesitant to be like mixed relationship like that because it's such a dangerous job and everything and they die during like a shootout or something and or fall to their death and then so she's gonna go to please the other god destroy Catwoman from the the multiverse. Do we want to work out how she gets stopped in this? Yeah, 15 minutes? I think we should. Okay, so maybe all the Catwomen. Well, I think at some point some of them lose their Catwoman abilities, right? So like they go yeah, universe to universe point. and like slowly their numbers dwindle. <laughs> what if Bast calls them all together? And then they go back to their universes. And so as they fail to stop her, then they start losing Catwomen. Mm-hmm. I'm not as fast anymore or whatever. Yeah. Like I, But it falls on Patience Catwoman to actually like save the day. So her universe is like the... So in, in the Flash, they have, like a, they have the multiverse, like Earth-1, whatever, blah, blah, blah. The Earth that we see is Earth-1. So what if in a similar fashion, the, <laughs> the world that we see with Patience Phillips is... This is where like Bast actually lives and has like the most power, and yeah. so it's like that's the last one. I'm gonna go there, kill Midnight, and that's where I'm gonna kill Bast. Yeah. Okay. What if all the other cats in all the other universes are sort of decoys? If that makes sense. Okay. And Catwoman three thousand is going and killing like the decoy, and like she can't find yeah. like the real the real Bast. Or it's like in Avengers: Age of Ultron, the movie, where they have to. These are other worlds where bass could go and hide mike i'm so sad i'm so happy you said a superhero movie thing that i've actually seen before <laughs> where she goes and hot it's like well okay if i kill her on 
Earth One, which is like where Halle Berry's Calvin is, mm-hmm. she'll just go over here and set up yeah. shop. So it's like taking out all of her hiding holes. Mm-hmm. So there's nowhere to run. Yeah, I like that. 40 seconds. 40 seconds. I don't know how she gets beaten. Maybe we'll get that in. I think maybe they chip away at her on each world here and there. Yeah. I think that's the only way that we can have not like basically kneecap Anne Hathaway, Catwoman. Oh, I lost. Like, I'm the first one to go. I guess there's like 50 minutes left in this movie. Bye. Yeah. What if theoretically Patience Catwoman is the weakest? Okay. Yeah, I'm down for that. (laughs) And when 3000 destroys like a new cat or something it like destroys a little bit bit of bass power and so it makes her weaker by like transcendent property you know and maybe so by the time she's in patience universe she's pretty weak herself so maybe i don't yeah. know i had I the idea like maybe patience is the most untrained like she's still new at this mm-hmm. the yeah. others have been doing it, especially eartha kit yeah all right well that's our time so okay. i think we flush out from here the ideas but like i I think that for us, our problem has always been whole cloth. We spend the whole episode doing everything, and now we've got like a, yeah. a tighter focus. Yeah. So, how many different universes should we do? Should we do them all? Well, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, including the one with patience. Okay. And that's Eartha Kit. That's Michelle Pfeiffer. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. The animated series, and then the Arkham games. Okay. That's interesting. So. Which one does he do first? Eartha Kit? He just like makes his way up? or Yeah, chronologically. <laughs> but that would put Anne Hathaway at the end, right? I mean, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I thought she was a really good Catwoman. So, in Eartha Kit world... Uh, I think you mean Earth 66. Yes. <laughs> Batman 66. That's what they call the Adam West series. <laughs> I'm just looking at you. I know. So... Eartha Kit world. What if it's like she goes back to Eartha Kit Catwoman, who Eartha Kit Catwoman was Eartha Kit Cat. Eartha Kit Cat um, was Give much more a of a break. villain in that show. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, she so, was a villain pretty much yeah. straight up. So I think maybe she's not actually fighting. Batman's not involved at all, but she's fighting like the Joker and the Penguin and <laughs> her cronies, you know, because they're all like always mm-hmm. hanging out together and. She just decimates them because they're like flamboyant and like gesturing and like being like super like ridiculous the, all of the, the entire time. It's just like, what is this? And then she just like hits a button, it explodes, and it, she kills the cat right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, but there's it's we cover it with a with the classic like pow. Oh yeah, for sure. Cat boom. Yeah, yeah. They they show up like the the league league of cat women or whatever we're gonna call our group here. The what's a group of cat? What's a uh, group of cats? Um, a litter, probably, or something like that, or um, a catastrophe of cats. Um, a clouder, a clouder, C L O W D E R. Okay, a clouder. So our uh, clouder, mm-hmm. the clouder puff girls. God. So maybe when that happens. A red flag goes up, and then that's when Bast gathers the rest of the Catwomen together. Yeah, we 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 begin on Earth sixty six, where it's just Catwoman and like the Joker and the Riddler and Penguin, whatever, just like arguing or whatever. And then <laughs> this fucking who, who's playing who's playing Catwoman three thousand? First of all, who would be a really cool person to play Catwoman? I heard originally Ashley Judd was supposed to be Catwoman in the Patience Catwoman, mm-hmm. which I actually think would be really good. 
Alexander Dattero. Actually, that is, I googled uh, 30 year old actresses because I figured 30 is probably about the age we'd be mm-hmm. looking at, and she was on that list. Yeah, I could see her doing that. Um, Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Amy Adams. Ashley Tisdale's on this list. Ashley Tisdale? Natalie Dormer. Who's that? Uh, Marjorie Tyrell and Game of Thrones. Have uh, you ever watched Elementary? Yes. She's Irene Adler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That'd be pretty good. Um, trying to think of anyone else that... I kind of like Natalie Dormer, to be honest. Okay. I'm down with that. I think she could pull off the good fights, kind of intimidating, but also the very slinky, like, sexuality of Catwoman. Sure. Let's do that, then. All right, so Natalie Dormer just appears in a somewhat futuristic-looking Catwoman suit. I don't like. I don't want to be, like, Iron Catwoman, but... Yeah. And I don't think we should get maybe into, like, the, what's happening in each world too much, like, no. super detailed. But what is the ridiculous plot the Penguin and Catwoman are doing? I think we need Batman. I honestly, because it would be perfect to have her show up right when they're setting off their death trap. Because in the 1966 Batman series, there's always a moment where Batman and Robin get caught and they're tied up to some ludicrous, like, murder machine. That's always thematic either to the heist that's being pulled or to the villain. And I think that that is like, that is when she shows up and Batman and Robin are like, what the fuck? Like, they don't say what the fuck, but they're even like, holy fuck, Batman. (laughs) Oh yeah. We got to have a holy something in there. Yeah. (laughs) Holy transdimensional wormhole, Batman. What if they're at a popcorn factory? Oh, oh, perfect. And it's the Joker, Catwoman, and the Penguin's plan to uh, fill up Gotham with just popcorn for no reason. Pop so much corn that it fills up the city and whatever. And they're tied on like a crane over a vat of hot oil or something like that. I think it would be it would be almost more thematic if they're tied like chained to a big like statue or, or something of like a popcorn bucket with the butter like this the pump over them. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna pump like boiling hot butter on them or something yeah it's like slowly filling up with butter or something like that that they're gonna drown and uh, (laughs) okay and then natalie dormer or sorry catwoman 3000 played by natalie dormer kind of appears and just like blows away midnight or whatever i think she just comes in and they all look and they're like i think robin does say holy transdimensional wormhole batman yeah and the Joker and Penguin are like, three's a crowd already. Uh, we don't need another accomplice in this masterful heist or something. Mm-hmm. And then Catwoman 3000 is just not having it. She's like, I'm not here for you fools. I'm here for her. And he points to Eartha Kit. And then um, she says, where's Midnight? And like, maybe she has a cat in her hand and she like blows her away or something. I don't think we should kill cats in no. like a, a real way, but maybe she shoots it with like a gun that it's like a ray gun and it just like vanishes vanishes sure i'm fine with that we should decide on the other god for sure oh yeah yeah of course that's that and then maybe a few scenes from each of the worlds and i think we're pretty much done she's been depicted as fighting the evil snake apep an enemy of Ra. i think that that'd be good like a snake thing Mm -hmm. or anubis because it is the dog (laughs) but um I think the snake, if it fits more like thematically. Sure. So, uh, what was it named? A pep, A P E P, A P E P. Apep. So a pep is tasked. I think he doesn't task. I like the idea that it's more of like the. I mean, it works because it's a snake. Like the serpent in the garden is like, man, you know, if if a person really wanted to kill Bast, 
This mm-hmm. is probably the way that they'd go about doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And so it less like overtly <laughs> Darth Sidious, the emperor from Star Wars, like, yes, go and do this. It's like, oh, you know, if I were to, if it were me, this is probably how I'd go about doing it. But there's also because it's the future, there's a space ballet that they're watching <laughs> while this is happening of you seeing a a sperm like thing enter a womb like thing. <laughs> Has anyone ever told you the story of Catwoman Patience Phillips? <laughs> we are casting an an app. Would, would it be possible to learn this story? Not from Amazon Prime. <laughs> you want to cast Ian McDermott Dermiat or whatever as Opep? Sort of. Okay, I think I'm fine be with fun. that. Totally. Um, I realized I cut you off. I wasn't trying to be like that's a stupid idea. <laughs> no, no, that's great. Anyway, sure. so. At that point, uh, Bast gathers all the Catwomen together, being like, they've destroyed one of my longest, longest, like, <laughs> uh, representations of mm-hmm. the Catwoman on Earth. Rest in peace, Earth um, Kit. Yeah. Leaving her powerless. So what's the next place it goes? I think that at that point, yeah, like, they're they're going to go then probably to the um, Tim Michelle Burton Pfeiffer. movies. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. If we're going okay. chronologically. But yeah. I, I like the idea that she kills the cat in Earth 66, and then Bass is like, All right, I got to get a team together for this. Mm-hmm. And so then it's less like we see it happening on each of these worlds. Now it's like they're chasing them through those worlds. Yeah. So Patience and Anne Hathaway and uh, the. Yeah, the animated, the two kind of animated ones. Maybe they kind of stay out of the way because I think they do look like they are in like the different universes, right? So to get that Spider Verse type of feel, maybe they stay out of the way because they'd like draw a lot of attention if they were <laughs> like just out and about. I think I want one scene maybe in the Michelle Pfeiffer one mm-hmm. of a swinging on whips chase across yeah. Gotham. So like. Like how Batman does like grappling hooks and, and like Spider-Man does like the web slinging Catwoman's. It's like all of our Catwoman chasing Catwoman 3000, but they're like whipping their way like through the streets of Gotham, like swinging across rooftops, like in a chase scene. That's really good. Yeah, we could do it in that one. And then maybe Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman, they all have their ideas for the mm-hmm. different universes. So like maybe Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman, her idea is to guide them towards the Batcave to trap her there because Batman will know what to do. Fuck Batman. Or what would be another place that she they could take her, take uh, like try to um, guide her towards to like trap her? I don't. I'm not sure. Um, probably I just, shouldn't remember the Tim Burton Catwoman or the Tim Burton Batman movie. I mean, there's the Penguin had like a weird underground thing. What if, What if it's like oh, um, Catwoman 3000 has all this tech and everything, mm-hmm. um, and cats hate water. So they'd try to guide her That's towards good. like the the river, the river, or I guess the docks, the bay. I'm trying to think of someone like what's the the crocodile? Oh, Killer Croc, Killer Croc's lair or something, and then uh, Killer Croc's really territorial. This should actually be in the video game. Yeah, because then I have an idea for the video game then as well of a bit. Although yeah, I don't know if it works with Killer Croc as much, but still. All right, so the anime. So do we lose Michelle Pfeiffer here then? Like, cause she. Yeah, I think her idea is to maybe trap her somehow, and mm-hmm. then they'll do away with her then. But uh, something happens. Maybe she's one step ahead, and like her tech is just like too advanced. So like they trap her, maybe in like 
Penguin's den, but then she just transports out, and then she kills Midnight. Let's do a thing where, like, they end up, they they stay behind with their cats, Mm -hmm. with Midnight, and then we can do some kind of, like, I do believe in fairies resurrection at at the end, like, to bring them back so that we're not just, like, basically eliminating the cat women of all the universes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I figured it might end up, like, I figured that. All right, so they move on to the animated series, but Anne Hathaway and... Well, I guess Anne Hathaway is the only one at this point who's still a live action. As well as, like, Halle Berry. Oh, right. Halle Berry. I forgot Halle Berry. This show was a little bit more, like, not serious, but, I don't know, not as kooky. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, for this world, maybe her idea is to... I like I like the idea of incorporating other, like, villains and stuff or, or mm-hmm. something. So, like, I like Mr. Freeze. Maybe, like... If we get Mr. Freeze, I stole this off of Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. So if we just freeze her and trap her in this world, she won't be able to go anywhere else. Yeah. They're going to try. Yeah. Okay. I could do- yeah. Or maybe they could go to the Riddler's like riddle dungeon. His famous, famous riddle dungeon. <laughs> His riddle dungeon. And people have lost their minds going through this thing. That she'll never get out. I think they need a different tactic than trapping her in a room because they just tried that and it didn't work. So like they have to change up their tactics so i like the idea that it's like this time we'll freeze we'll freeze her and allow me to break the ice yeah hey batman and robin pretty fun movie come at me bros and what let's say they actually do it but then in the middle of it mr freeze attacks like because he knows something was like stolen and like he ruins the bit and then he's like my wife's dead (laughs) nora nora actually that would be i mean it would be dark but what if they're going to free like trap her in the cryogenic pod that Nora is in, but they have yeah. to take her out of it? Yeah. And that's what alerts like Mr. Freeze. And he's just like, Nora! And then fucking, like, they actually do it. Like, they mm-hmm. get her trapped. But then Freeze shows up and, like, lets her out to put Nora back in. And she does whatever with the cat, like, mm-hmm. vanishes it or whatever. I like that. Okay. So then we move to the Arkham games. And Which I think we do the Killer Croc thing. I like the idea of they're having a whip fight over mm-hmm. this like water pit or whatever so yeah. at this point it's three cat women standing like around this like pit of water or whatever just like whip fighting <laughs> i like this transition because mm-hmm. maybe they learn it's like oh yes all these villains are very territorial mm-hmm. of, of their space and who's the most territorial of like the batman villains or whatever killer croc because he's a crocodile also the idea that they're going to try and drown her tech like yeah. on top of the, the territorial thing yeah and so it's like combine our ideas and then do that so they're doing this and then maybe i don't think killer croc interrupts them or anything it's just that how do they maybe they do drown her tech but how, what is the one up that she has on them is she just a better Catwoman and like she's like Probably, better with the yeah whip? i think yeah. so yeah 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 and so um she gets away I, I i'm not sure how i mean she beats him in a fight it doesn't really matter yeah. i like this whip fight idea like <laughs> over there visually that. in my head like four people fighting with whips like mm-hmm. maybe uh, she has like a cool multi-whip oh yeah she like dual wheel maybe yeah it's a double-bladed whip <laughs> it's like a double-ended whip <laughs> yeah then we hear john williams play darth um, claw paul sure darth paul <laughs> The, the 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 worst Sith of them all, Darth Paul. You know what we should have done instead of the Immortal Iron Blart was Barth Paul. Oh man, maybe next time. 
<laughs> New Year, third chances. Um, what if we always do a sequel to Pulp Wire? Oh my god, that's a great idea. No, it's horrible. Oh, that's a great idea. Um, <laughs> so yes. In 11 months, we can talk about it. Yeah. Alright, so we're in the Nolan-verse now. I actually have not seen Dark Knight Rises. You're not missing anything? Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of that Batman series, to be honest. She's just kind of like a woman, right? She's just like a cat. Yeah, burglar. she's just a thief, which... I mean, they they all are. Like, Halle Berry is the only one that has, like, a mystical connection to... Mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman had, like, a near-death experience. And that, like, messed with her brain a little bit. And that's when she went from being basically, like, exactly like Patience Phillips to Catwoman. Like, that they kept from yeah. that thing. But generally, I think Selena's just, like, a cat thief. Yeah. Or a cat burglar. <laughs> she doesn't steal cats. Maybe that is an alternate thing. Instead of like killing the cats, she's like stealing the cats, mm-hmm. and she has to sacrifice them to a nap or something. <laughs> so instead of killing them, she's just stealing them to kill later. Yeah, I mean, just so yeah. like we don't see these cats get blasted. <laughs> so I think at this point, Calvin Three Thousand's tech is like pretty goofed at this point. Mm-hmm. It's like water damage; it just doesn't work. Ice damage, water damage, etc. Yeah. Like she's yeah. pretty much down to her last couple tricks. I say because the only thing I know about Anne Hathaway Catwoman is that she has a motorcycle that she kills Bane with, right? That's actually the motorcycle from the Batmobile. But maybe there's a motorcycle chase. Yeah, I'm down. That would be cool because there's motorcycles like in this Catwoman. There's motorcycle in the Anne Hathaway thing. So I I like the motorcycle chase. What if they're like at their last leg because they only have two Catwomen left Mm -hmm. and they're like, okay, we can't beat her. She's just too good. Let's just prevent her from getting midnight from this world mm-hmm. and Anne hathaway catwoman is like i called bruce wayne he's arranged like a plane mm-hmm. on the other side of the city Ooh, good like a chase it's like a chase and they'll take a midnight and me and we'll just disappear sure. basically and she'll never be able to find us she'll be looking in this world forever it'll give us more time so then they're doing like a chase through gotham That's city cool. I like that and i i think they get to the airport almost on the plane and maybe they have a fight or whatever and because does Anne Hathaway Catwoman does she need like no martial arts or anything she's like okay that? at fighting if I remember okay. right they fight and she has the cat in her hand or whatever and maybe right before the it's about to take off like she kicks Anne Hathaway onto the plane but then like whips the cat carrier or something out of the plane so she has it and then she like disappears that's cool. I like that. All right. So we return then to Earth One, the Halle Berry Catwoman world. Yeah. And this is it. This is the last stand. So. You know, if we'd come up with three more Catwomen, there would have been nine, like nine lives. I bet there are more. Oh, there are. I'm there, sure there are. There are definitely more than, because there's like Catwoman in year one, all those other ones. I think this is where we can get into a little bit more of the like mysticism, maybe. Well, Halle Berry Catwoman is the one that's most directly tied. I thought you were going to say most erect. Is the most erect. Probably. I mean, maybe. She just starts throwing Razzie Awards at Catwoman yeah. 3000. She's really into the Benjamin Bratt. So. Yeah. Benjamin Bratt plays a very big role in the, the <laughs> when we get back to this world. When Catwoman 3000 attacks, uh, he's in another uh, school holding a basketball, talking <laughs> about not doing drugs. Fuck that dude. Actually, I love the idea that, that, that while they're fighting, they crash through a window into like that, like he's having that meeting. Mm-hmm. But he's actually holding like a tennis racket and a tennis ball and is doing the same speech from the first movie. And it's like, <laughs> now let's get out there on the court. It's got a bowling ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
and he uh, throws it to the kids. And he's like, just remember to stay in your lane. <sighs> now let's go hit the lane. Stay. <laughs> hey, kids, keep to the straight and narrow, or you're going to end up in the gutter. God damn it. <laughs> okay. What's what's the thing here? Like, do they? I mean, do they fight? Is it just a? Because hmm. we kind of covered really awesome fight scenes and ideas, and I now know. we're here. And it's... Yeah, it's interesting that it ends at Patience one because she's the least like Catwoman out mm-hmm. of all of them, right? Oh, like believe me, the Rotten Tomatoes reviewers definitely made that very clear. Yeah, well, she has a different name. She has different powers. Like mm-hmm. she is like she like, has powers. She has powers. Yeah, maybe. On the space where she died, that's, like, where, like, the final thing is happening. On I don't know. the water? She drowned. Well, she woke up on the, on the, like, the mud pit, but I don't know. That's just, like, a set piece. Maybe it's raining, because she hates the water. That's such a dumb pit, I forgot. God. The video from the Razzies that, like, they do, because uh-huh. I watched the video, it's the scene where she's talking to Ophelia, and she throws the catnip at her, and then she's just, like, rubbing it on her yeah. face. Like, it's just like, oh, my God. Anyway, I think it's like raining and it's like perfect, perfect. What if calling back to the catnip thing? Mm-hmm. Through the whole movie, Catwoman three thousand has just been going on about how like I was the truest, like I was the strongest Catwoman. I had the biggest connection with Bass, blah blah blah, blah and, the, and I was betrayed, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So patience lures her to like a catnip factory or like a tuna factory and just super overloads her senses. Like she, okay. she's like the most sensitive senses, like the that's most great. honed, and and that's like a thing. That's why she keeps beating them is because she is like the peak of this mystical Catwoman like yeah. lineage or whatever. And so she has all the ability. She has all of them, including the things that make patience the most like exactly. That's what I mean. Is beyond like the thieving and all that from the others. Like just looking at this as the patience Phillips Catwoman idea. Mm-hmm. I think that. Catwoman 3000 is from the future of Patience Phillips' world. Yeah. And so she has all this, but she's like, her senses are the most like honed, the most powerful. And so it's like, this is a an enormous sensory overload. And that's how Patience manages to beat her finally is like, and it does, it's not about, it's not about the tech. It's about the Catwoman. Yeah. And that's where they went wrong the whole time. <laughs> there we go. You cracked it. You cracked it. I like the idea of there being scenes in this mm-hmm. where they both get very distracted by one of the things. Mm-hmm. And like, so like patience is rolling around on like a catnip, like pile. And then like <laughs> that woman or that cat woman 3000 is eating a bunch of tuna, just shoving it in her face. It's like, God, and they're like at the different sides of the room or something. Yeah. I think that there's a good way to set this up also is during some of the fights. Catwoman 3000 reacts to some stimuli mm-hmm. much sooner than Halle Berry's Catwoman does. Like in the whip fight, she's like tuna or something, and then like about a mile later, patience is like hmm, tuna's around here somewhere or something like yeah. that. That's that's a very hack, not well <laughs> thought out example, but the idea is like we set it up subtly here and there that like her senses are stronger, mm-hmm. and then how at the end, patience is like, oh wait a minute, I've just finally put all that together. Yeah, boom. I think I think that's great. Um, and then she gets the upper hand, and then like I like the idea that she convinces Batwoman three thousand Catwoman to. Damn it. I like the idea that she convinces Catwoman 3000 that Anept is like tricking her. Uh-huh. Is that not his name? Apep. It's fine. Apep is tricking Catwoman. Mm-hmm. And that's not what's really going to happen. Like, he's not going to save her. He can't even bring her back 
uh, hair partner back and everything. Sure. Because, I don't know, Halle Berry just killing this future Catwoman, no, I, I don't think is like a good like ending. But yeah. And then, like, she returns all the cats and everything. Everything's undone. And then, like, all the universes are back to normal, right? We end with Ophep. Catwoman 3000, like, walks in to, like, his chamber or wherever they, like, she meets with him or whatever, communes with him. And they're talking. And he's like, so you have the cats? And she says, oh, yeah, I have the cats. And then all the Catwoman walk in with, like, their whips. Like, they're getting ready to fight. And, like, the Midnights are walking next to him. So we know yeah. that they're back and they have all their powers and they'll be like, they're going <laughs> to, and then we cut to black, but like the yeah. idea is that they're going to just kick the shit out of this God yeah. as a team. Yeah. A little bonus thing. Yeah. Um, a pep's in like his study or something like, cause you said like he, they walk in on him or whatever and he's sitting in an armchair and he's reading the book, save the cat, the last book on screenwriting you ever need. <laughs> so do we do it? We did it. I'm actually not. I I, I think this this is kind of fun. It's okay. Yeah. It's it's cool. It's I, I like it. I like it a lot. I do too. Um, <laughs> it's. I love how we yeah the enter the cataverse has to be the name of oh, it. Oh, for right? sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Catwoman two. Enter the. Oh cat- no, I think it's cataverse. just enter the cataverse. Enter the cataverse. Okay. Well, if we did it, then that's credits on another episode of the Equalizers. Madison Jones, tell the people where they can find us. People can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and everywhere else podcasts are found by searching The Equalizers Podcast. You can also get in contact with us on Facebook and Twitter at The Equalizers. Gmail is equalizers at gmail.com. We have an Instagram. It is the underscore equalizers where we post a teaser for all the episodes and I'm not making any promises on what this week is going to be. It depends on if I can find the right images with with transparent backgrounds but we'll see and as always we spell that e-q-u-e-l-i-z-e-r-s like in sequel special thanks to our theme song rock thing go to creo you can find their work at www.creo-music.com we'd love it if you would give us a review preferably five stars but you know follow your heart trust your heart let fate decide before we end mike um, I got just one thing to say to you. Oh, boy. Okay. Challenge. I wondered when this was coming. So, Mike, listeners, if um, if you haven't heard one of our challenges before, basically, at any time, one of us can challenge the other for the next episode to do a specific movie to write out a whole... So, for example, last time I challenged Madison to create a sequel or prequel to the movie The Truman Show. With our challenges, we get to add one stipulation. And the stipulation I added was that it had to be a crossover with the movie The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, You can find that episode in our back catalog under The Rocky Horror Truman Show. Uh, And so because I challenged Madison, then I I had to wait until Madison challenged me, which they're doing now, before I could issue another challenge. Yes. So, Madison, what's my mission? Mike, for next episode, just because I'm really on this movie right now, mm-hmm. and uh, I just watched it recently, mm-hmm. you have to create a sequel to Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion, uh, which stars Mira Sorvino and Lisa Kudrow. Have you ever seen this movie? I have not, no. Okay. <laughs> and your challenge, like, stipulation to this uh-huh. is that uh, you have to somehow fit the rest of the cast of friends in the movie okay. as well. All right. <laughs> as characters. Not, right, they don't have to be 
they don't have to be right. I mean, Ross and um, Chandler right. in that movie, but like you understand. And I, I assume I'm not allowed to just be like, hey, here's the cast of Friends minus Phoebe for whatever. Like I have to incorporate yeah. David Schwimmer in the movie correct. as a character, not hey, here's David Schwimmer who's Ross. Like yeah, okay, yeah, cool. correct. And I, I, I wouldn't do that anyway because that's kind of like against the spirit of things. But I wanted to make sure that that was yeah. Oh boy, okay. And don't cheat. They can't just be watching an episode of Friends. At no, one no, no. Point. Of course not. I'm a professional. <laughs> I'm I'm excited that you haven't seen this movie. <laughs> okay, well, stay tuned <laughs> for next week when I'm pitching, apparently, Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion 2. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I'm so excited. I, I will say, I legitimately love this movie. Fair enough. So, for the Equalizers. I'm Madison Jones. I'm Mike Knoll. White Russian. No ice. No vodka. Hold the Kalula cream straight up to be continued. <laughs> <laughs>